We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons, alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. <laughs> How's it going, Steph? Well, I've been told I got the right job for me because it rhymes. Stephanie Kay from MTA, but yours does too. Yeah, You're Jay. Jay with the MTA. <laughs> so See? I guess we found the right jobs, didn't exactly we? Exactly, we did. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's hard to find just the right job for your personalities. And have <laughs> you have you heard the term that if you don't go to college, you're going to work at fast food for the rest of your life? You yes. have to go to college. That was the old school. Now it's not like that. It's not. Have you been to college? Yes. What is your degree in? I have a uh, Bachelor's of Science in Technical Management. Oh, that sounds involved. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yes, lots of science, lots of computer stuff, but it was a lot of fun. Mine's a Bachelor's in Communication, of course, duh, and uh, theater. What? So I know, who knew, who knew? <laughs> but there are so many kids out there right now thinking, what do I want to do when I grow up? And there's so many wonderful, just great organizations. And I'm so pleased to introduce to you a guest that we have on the air. His name is Derek D. Watkins. And he was a young boy growing up in Flint, and he was told the same thing. If you don't go to college, you're going to work at the fast food restaurants for the rest of your life. But he knew college wasn't for everybody as well. And he loved helping out his uncle and they'd work in a house. They worked with their hands. And he thought, this is really sparking an interest. His skilled trades are so needed. And they really are. Because right now, if you get in skilled trades, you don't even have to worry about paying back all those student loans mm -hmm. and all those gears you got to put into college and you can start making money right away. Yep. Well, Derek D. Watkins, uh, he started the um, Active Boys in Christ. It was founded back in 2017. And he has an organization called the ABC organization that provides free summer projects is a program to teach youth how to use the basic plumbing, electrical, carpentry, and cooking skills. I think this man is amazing. Thank you and welcome. Thank you for being with us, Derek D. Watkins. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm, somebody else said here too, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. I love that oh, comment. I like that. Who came up with that comment? That was Frederick Douglass. I see his name here. Now, who is Frederick Douglass? Frederick Douglass, he's uh, one of the uh, uh, noted African-American leaders of the past, and uh, he was very influential in, um, I guess, promoting African-American equality rights, and that was one of his statements, and that was, it really resonated home. Um, to what we're doing within our organization. And I absolutely love what you're doing, but take us back to the very beginning when you were a young boy and you were working with your uncle in that house. Tell us exactly about that experience. Take us back and tell us how that happened. Well, when my uncle, he would do uh, carpentry work. He worked at the, he worked at General Motors, mm -hmm. but he also did carpentry work on the side and he had me assist him a few times and it really sparked my interest using tools and learning how or actually seeing how something can be tore out and put back together again sure. so it was um it really sparked my interest and and as i was growing up we lived in in beecher community a little challenging and we had a yeah so we had a house and and we were upstairs and i didn't like it being upstairs <laughs> it was too hot for me sure and i wanted i wanted my room in the basement and i asked my mom because she built me a room in the basement she told me no oh i was like well i said well i'll tell you what if you get the i said if you buy the materials i'll build a room and i can't i probably was like 13 or 14 so she gave me the okay to go get material so i would go down to the local hardware which was uh self-serve lumber out in Beecher and I built my own bedroom downstairs and that's what started it all. Oh my gosh. So how did you know to like even build a wall or to build something? Did you get a book in the library? I mean, you couldn't have Googled it back then. So how did you learn? I asked questions. I went up there and talked to the gentleman at the uh, lumber yard and they told me, okay, well, you need these screws to put um, 
the boards on the concrete wall you need this to do the door so i uh went up there and was asking questions and they gave me the information and i went back and implemented it (laughs) good for you i'm so proud of you you know i had two daughters i was a single mom to two daughters and they would fight so much because it was a tiny little house it was only a two-bedroom house with two girls and a big dog and one bathroom so i had to do something so i went to the library (laughs) and i got a book on how to build a, a a room upstairs so we had like a pull down stairs like in the like hallway so yeah. it wasn't really practical it probably wasn't you know by code by any means but i built little shelves up there and i had some help friends so i put a floor down there and we it saved them fighting so much it was wonderful so how did yours turn out once you made your room how did it turn out oh it turned out great we put some paneling down there i uh, had a door and uh and and we just walled off this little space in the basement and 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 from there that's what that's what really sparked my interest in skilled trades. Once working with my uncle, then being exposed to that, I really like working with my hands, and that's what uh, triggered me to uh, go into skilled trades. But I really didn't have the direction on how to go into skilled trades because our school really talked about going to college and things like that, and sure. I was looking more for something to do with my hands. So what is your favorite trade of all of those? Well... I'm a master electrician, so I'm elect- I'm in electrical. There you go. And tell me about that story, because like you said, you didn't know how to become an electrician, so how did you get to the right direction for that one? Well, I kind of, I was working in uh, facilities, you know, I, I would, I've been working ever since I've been 12 years old, Aww. so I had different jobs, always been working, and I always wanted to be in skilled trades, and as I got into the plant, I was working in a little small plant out in uh, Holly called Vimco. And I was asking, can I get to maintenance? Because I want to be in maintenance, work on the equipment. But they never had openings at that facility. So I went and I got another job and I was working at another facility. And at that time, uh, it was Flexible Products down in, uh, I believe it was in Auburn Hills. And they were going to prep me and train me to get me into maintenance. And General Motors went out on strike and I lost my job. Well, during that time frame, I had um, picked up the local newspaper and they had an ad for uh, alarm installer. So when I applied for the job and, um, and I, I was rewarded um, the um, job with this company, which was Sinotrol Security. Oh, sure. So I was doing, I was doing Sinotrol Security, installing cameras, door access, but I still wanted to be an electrician and I would <laughs> talk to electricians on a job and that's when I had met one of the gentlemen that was through local 948 and he told me how to go and apply it to be an electrician and I followed that step and that was a direction that I needed to go in the, ar- the area that I wanted to. So somebody helped you. You found somebody who helped direct you. You saw what we wanted to do. So that's what you're doing for these, these the children of today, the youth. So tell us about this free summer program. It can help them. How does this work and how is it funded and how can somebody get involved with it? Well, we started back in 2017 at the same time we had, um, started a church ministry and the Lord put it on my heart to start a nonprofit organization and which why I'm so passionate about it because it could have saved me a lot of time if I would have knew the area or direction to go into skilled trade so we started this program and we really didn't have a, a plan we just said we wanted to start it so we first introduced car engines um computer small engines electrical uh carpentry we had plumbing so we did all that the first year and then 
But how did you find the teachers for that? I mean, how did you find the teachers to teach each one of those? Because you didn't know all of those areas, right? So did you find people to volunteer their time to teach these? Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Because when I, I was I was speaking with uh, Pastor Chris Tenorello, he's from Bethany Baptist Church, and he said, well, he said, Pastor Derek, I have some men in my church may want to help you in that area. So perfect. And then I had some coworkers. I worked for Goyette Mechanical, and one of my coworkers, they um, uh, helped me with the plumbing portion. Then I had Jeremy uh, Morgan do the uh, from Morgan Construction. He did the carpentry. Um, uh, Van, oh my goodness, I'm trying to. I'm oh, that's okay. Drawing, I remember Jesse your name. Van, it's just nice they helped Jesse you. Like Van Valen. Jesse Van Valen helped us with the painting, and then we had a um, another gentleman to help us with plumbing. Then we had Jeremy Morgan do no Bergar. Jeremy <laughs> Bergar did the computers. Then we had another gentleman do small engine. So we had a lot of different. Uh, categories sure. and they were from Bethany and also from a job that individuals that I knew and then from there we scaled the project to where we identified uh, the trays that caught the young boys interest and it was electrical uh, carpentry plumbing then we also added cooking because a lot of times children will be at the home and and they have ingredients but may not know how to cook sure so we implemented huge. that our program that's really important. I love that during your program, you teach character lessons on honesty, forgiveness, respect, integrity, and those are taught on Wednesdays. So if somebody's listening to this right now and said, I want to get my children involved with this, how can they do that? Yeah, we have our a website. Go to Active Boys in Christ. Um, that's our website. And we have a sign-up link right on that uh, website, and they can go in and fill out the information. And one of the things we do is that this program is funded by uh, we we received the grant from Ruth Mott, I believe the second, third year, and I believe they're going to do it this year as well. We also get support from Jake and Baptist Church. Uh, we get support from Goyette Mechanical. We had uh, D&W Windows, uh, donated the windows for the program. Aww. Carter Lumber yeah. helped us with the, uh, some of the material costs. Um, Home Depot gave us some at-cost pricing. Um, we had a uh, Flint Carpet. He's he's uh Tim Look is going to donate the flooring for the housing project. We have um, Goyette Mechanical is donating the plumbing, and, and they also uh, donated some monetary um, money for our um, program. Uh, McNaughton McKay donated all the electrical supplies. Um, Etna Supply Company donated the plumbing fixtures. So we have a lot of partners within our local community have have really invested into this program and we are so excited to offer this to um, the Flint area youth. There are such good people out there. I mean, you're number one there to do all this and all the people you found to help you. It's like good people find good people. You know, that's, I love to see. Yeah. And you said that you've reached over 200 students locally here? Yes, ma'am. Over 200 students within these first, uh, we're going to our fifth year. So yes, ma'am, we've uh, reached over 200 students. And this year we have a, this is our biggest build project. Last year, we built sheds. We broke them up in four teams and built sheds. This year, we're actually going to take them to a home that we purchased, and we're rehabbing a home, so we're going to expose them to skilled trades right in that type of environment. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I was looking to get a shed built. I'm going to have to call you. So if somebody wanted something built, can they actually call you and order one or have you work on their house? Well, we will. Our, our eventual goal is to build a facility 
and we're looking at purchasing property uh, hopefully within the next month or so if we can get the right um, we gave them an offer on it we're just waiting to get a response but if we can capture this property we'll um, we'll build a facility and that's going to be an after school uh, program for skilled trades and then also we'll do summer so we're looking to expand our program uh, to, where it's an after school initiative and that'll give the children something to do and then we'll have targeted uh, projects like you're saying we'll build a shed for someone sure. and things like that and we want to set up stipends so where we can show them you know you work earn money so yeah. that that's our biggest goal right there now you know what i can see happening is when these people learn from you these children they grow up they get their license they become maybe a licensed contractor they'll come back and help you teach the next generation that would be nice if they could give yes, back sir. that way too I think that's awesome yes, what you're doing. I just, it's commendable. Are there any qualifications? Like, can any child, even a little girl, I mean, can anybody actually um, come in and get there? Or is there different qualifications you have to be under? Age of seven to 17, boy or girl. Um, the, the, one, the one thing we do uh, require um, all of our volunteers, now, this is a, a total 100% volunteer program that we don't have anyone on paid staff. So it, it takes a lot of dedication to make all of this happen because no one is collecting a salary. Wow. So we, all of our volunteers, uh, we have volunteers from the local community. Some of the parents will volunteer and every volunteer will, will uh, do an iChat um, background screening to make sure the child is in a safe environment. But then also for the parents, every child that's accepted into the program their parent is required to come to a parent meeting so they can understand who we are and they can know what our expectations are because we have communication sheets from one week to the next so they can communicate with the parents what they learned that week and also talk on that character trait. Because, you know, it's, it's good to have the skills, but if you don't have the character to support those skills, it's hard for you to stay employable. Oh, absolutely. No, those are some important tips that you're making. This is very unbelievable that you're doing this. I just think that it's so commendable, and I can't tell you how grateful I am that you're out there doing that, and I'm sure the parents are as well. Yeah, we have really good feedback from our parents. Um, we have some repeat students, and we're trying to build capacity for the program because uh, I believe we our maximum that we can take is about 50 maybe 55 students because of the amount of staffing that we need to make everything um, function and everyone will have an impact from our program. So we feed the children every day. So when they oh, get wow. a snack, when they first get here, uh, they get a meal every day. And then on Wednesdays, we actually have an executive chef come in along with some other volunteers and they show the students how to prepare the set meal for that particular day. Can I come in? <laughs> it sounds delicious. I don't know what I could teach sure. you, but I'd like to learn. No, that's awesome. Yeah, sure. So where are you located? Yeah, Is that we're, we're, Ariel? Yes, ma'am. We um, Well, we'll have two sites this year. Um, the older students we have uh, from ages 13 to 17, they'll be working on a home. Ages 7 through 12, we have some build projects. They're going to work on building benches lamp stands flower boxes and shelves for the house I so think we'll have cool. i want to learn i really uh, do it sounds interesting yeah so we have it we have it um 
having two locations, so that means we have to have obviously more volunteers, sure. uh, more money this because our material costs have been skyrocketing. And oh I, my I'm gosh, I was just wondering about that. Wood is so expensive right now. You might have to teach them <laughs> to use plastic or something. Oh my gosh. So how can people help? <laughs> Listening to this, I'm sure people are thinking, this is a great project. I really want to help. How can they help by donating maybe materials or time or cash? How can they help you? Well, we have a, um, on our website, we have a, um, a PayPal. You can donate monetarily that way. If they want to donate supplies, they can reach out to us through our website and we'll correspond that way. Um, or they can call me personally on my cell phone. Um, I can give that number out as well. Uh, we have our um, our email address is activeboysinchrist at gmail.com and they can send an email link. And if they want to sign up for, to be a volunteer, you can sign up online or you can email us and we are we are accepting volunteers and also whatever the community want to help support this program because this is a this is a great program uh, the, the parents believe in it and I'm just thankful for everyone that uh, participates to make it what it is because my wife always says teamwork makes the dream work Aww, so I we have that. a bunch of yeah. here um, oh and also I mentioned I was mentioned some of our donors we have I believe this hungry Howie's is going to donate um, pizzas for four Fridays. Oh, that's nice. I was just wondering about yeah, that. So you talking about was, the food that you feed them. Like, where does that come from? And how do you? Well, we we offer. We're going to offer them uh, fruits and vegetables and a cold lunch through the um, food bank. Oh, but our hot meals every day. We actually have young ladies. Well, some of the women that's a part of our program and one of the young ladies is a parent they're going to actually cook the meals and bring them to the program and they will serve the meal so they will have a hot meal every day and the snack and the cold lunch they can take home from the food bank oh my gosh i think that's amazing i would just think you could probably maybe have the the boys build like a garden area so that you could actually you know harvest some vegetables and fruits and then teach them how to cook those as a stir fry or something that might be something yeah. down the road yeah well we have a we have a, a spot out here right on 2715 was well, actually 2701 Avril. we have a empty lot and that's where our desire for next year is to get the the um, garden started so we can utilize that for next year perfect you have everything covered don't you you've thought of all bases yeah we, <laughs> we we try to keep we try to we try to cover a lot of areas and it, it's by no means from one person it, it's it we get help from from several different individuals that offer ideas and you know we kind of have a goal of what we want to do and then we bring our uh board members and also some of our volunteers just come in and collaborate to put everything together so it's uh it's a great it's a great program it takes a lot of work um but we are more than happy to do it because what we're doing is is changing and building children um uh, one child at a time so it's it's really fun well, really I think fun. it is totally commendable. I cannot say that enough. And do you have a full-time job on top of all of this to make your own money to pay your own bills? Yes, I have a full-time job. What do you and do? I pastor a and we do this program all at the same time. Oh, my goodness, Derek. So you never sleep, do you? <laughs> oh, it, it, it's, it's far and few between uh, to have some free time, but uh, it's it's well worth it because, um, you know, I, 
I love what I do as far as, um, you know, I pastor church. Mm -hmm. I work for um, Goyette Mechanical, and I also do this program. So we work in right now four days a week prepping the house for the summer program, myself and a couple other individuals. And also, I forgot we had um, Kettering. Some students from Kettering came two, no, three Saturdays in April to help demo and clean up the area. Then we also did a, a community cleanup for Potter Elementary where we helped them with their flower boxes and oh. deep weed and things like that. So so that was a great success. And that was, that was the fraternities at um, Kettering. And I'll give you their names here. I have them here because they... That to me that was that meant a lot for the Kettering students. They showed up. The, I believe the first time we had twenty to twenty-two Kettering students. The next week, I believe it was like thirty-five. Oh so it wow! Was, yeah, you know, it was. I, uh, it's the first it, time I've ever heard of this organization. I really want to help you so much. So we need to promote this. Hopefully, with the podcast, people will hear it, and you can share it, and I'll share it on Facebook and every place I can. But how can we get it out there for you? Do you have a Facebook page or something we can share? Yes, we do have a Facebook page. Now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I'm not the the, the technical guy. That's okay. I'm more of the hands-on guy, so I have to defer that to the other individuals. The IT department. Our yeah, you teach those guys how to use a computer. They, let them do it. <laughs> Give them go. a job. They tell me, okay, push this button and do that. So that's yeah. where I'm about with prior technology. I'm I'm very limited. Um, I'm I'm not looking to stretch out in that area, but. Uh, but we do have a Facebook page. If you go to Active Boys in Christ, we do have a Facebook page. Okay. Um, and as I said, we have a website. And, and we're looking forward to uh, meeting more volunteers and connecting with more partners. Oh, we had another uh, donor. Thank the Lord for bringing that to my uh, Walters, William E. Walters. They donated to the program as well. Oh, great. So Ocalicate oh, Construction. Boy, I'm 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 trying kind of drawing a blank. I don't want to leave out anyone, so I don't want to feel slighted. But uh, I understand. We've had help from a lot of different areas, so it's it, it's great. Well, you should have help. What you're doing is just a wonderful program, and these kids, you don't know what difference you're making in their lives. You know, if they can't afford to go to college and they can't afford, you know, they can't get a good enough job to support themselves. A skilled trades is amazing. I'm trying to get some work done in my house. I want to get, I want to put a sliding glass door in and some concrete in my backyard. Do you think I can find somebody who's going to come back and actually finish it? I've had the most difficult time. It's like five years trying to find somebody. So what they're doing is oh, wonderful. Wow. I would hire your boys in a second to do something. So I'll be following you and I'll be, I want to help donate and watch you as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Now the, the, the uh, fraternities, we had Delta, Tau Delta, Alpha Sigma Alpha, Sage, Pi Kappa Alpha, and Sigma Chi. Oh, wow. Th those were the fraternities from uh, Kettering that helped us with our um, our cleanup and prepping the property for the uh, rehabilitation. So, so it, it's been it's been a wonderful experience. It sounds uh, oh, like the Ruth Mott Foundation. Ruth Mott Foundation. They're great. They're great. Oh. Yeah. Well, it must be so. I know well, it's exhausting and tiring, but so rewarding to see these kids learn a trade and then help them along their life I and mean, that's got to be just the most rewarding job ever yeah it's it's really it's really rewarding um because what i like one of the most things that's impressive to me is when we get new students that participate they kind of hesitant in the beginning but once they get acclimated after the first couple of days they get right in and they ready to um learn and and to do teamwork at, um, projects and and help each other out so that's a that's a great uh, 
a great experience. Absolutely. Well, thank you for taking your valuable time to talk with us today because I know you're a busy guy. My gosh, you work at the church and with the Active Boys in Christ and you're just an amazing person. And I don't know if you hear thank you enough, but you should because that's pretty impressive. Oh, and guess what? What? MTA said it was going to help us out with transportation. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Tell us about that program. See there, of- you see, I'm, see, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to miss anything. And uh, that was a, uh, uh, what was that? The cornerstone from Power's been helping our organization as well, uh, connecting those dots. And so what is that? Miss Jody. So, mm-hmm. so shout out to Miss Jody. Um, and like I said, MTA. Uh, they said they'll help us with our. Uh, transportation. Now we do stress that the parents bring the child because we try to get the parents to invest in the program because everything is free. Sure. And it's best for parents to be vested into the program because we'll get a better turnout with that student because they know the, the parent is engaged and they're looking forward to that child succeed in what we're doing here. Oh, absolutely. So, Yes, yes, ma'am. Well, and hopefully the parents that do have the extra money can give a donation because they're making such a difference in their children's lives. So hopefully that works out for you as well. Yeah, well, I tell you what, where we don't get it, the Lord always brings us some other area. So he's been he's so been true. last five years. So I'm so thankful for um, all of the um, the donations and the volunteers that come and help um, support this program because without our donors and without our volunteers you know who you are if i missed you please don't uh charge to my head but not my heart oh uh, but no it's awesome it makes the difference is our donors and our volunteers because it's such a great success when everyone put their um uh, best foot forward and give some good efforts and sometimes donations. Absolutely. Well, I think you can see those coming in, hopefully, as we share this podcast along the way. And if you ever are doing anything else, you'd like to come back and be a guest again, please give us a call. We'd love to have you on, okay? All right. And I appreciate the time and you even putting this offer out here because we don't get a lot of exposure, per se, in the public, sure. uh, fire as public announcements or broadcasts. So, this was an opportunity for us, and we want to tell you thank you for um, allowing us to come and be a part of your podcast. And, uh, we're looking to um, bigger things on both ends, right? We are, yes. <laughs> honored to partner together with you, and we're happy to help you with the transportation anytime we can. So that's that's what you guys doing for okay. us, and that's a big help to um, get the students here, the ones that can be here, but the parents can't bring them. Because we do have some parents that work second shift and they have an off schedule, so they do need transportation. And MTA offered to uh, help us in that area this year because the last, the previous years, we we use our church bus to go pick them up. And we probably, we have the church bus available as well this year, along with MTA to make um, this a success. Well, MTA is more than happy and honored to work with you as a partnership. And we're going to follow you with the Active Boys in Christ. And please follow us on the On the Road with MTA when you get a chance. All right? All right. On the Road. I'll make sure I put that on there and give a plug out to On the Road. (laughs) On the Road with MTA and Stephanie Kay along with Jay. So thanks for listening. You guys stay safe out there. Have a healthy day. And just keep listening and stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. 
The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.